This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for December 1st, 2010, Episode 4, Back to Basics. Hello and welcome to the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm mistaken, and and today I'm joined only by my co-host, Sound Defense. Hi, Internet. Uh, your fly is down. <laughs> I yeah, wonder how many on. people are going to look down and actually check. And how many people will look down and then zip their fly up? Oh, that's a more interesting question, actually. The Internet rocks out with their clocks out. <laughs> We are, uh, I guess so. Not we are, something I want to think about. We are a clean podcast. All right. Replacement words. I, I actually learned what the word for replacement words is the other day, but I don't remember what it is. Is it uh, euphemisms? No. There's like a specific word for it. And now oh. I'm going to sound like an idiot because I don't remember it. But I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Anyway, <laughs> this week we have tons of news. If I had newsreel music, it would be playing right now. <laughs> apparently i found apparently i found some or sound defense found some yep all right so what's first on the newsreel just a couple of quick things that uh we won't talk too long about uh viacom is selling harmonics yeah viacom that... long long owners of uh harmonics and since the rock band franchise started uh their first game the first rock band game came out as Harmonix's first game under Viacom, I believe. I think so, yeah. Uh, does does Viacom have any other game companies? They have, basically have, like, MTV games. Is there anything they make besides Rock Band? I think it's just MTV Studios. Um, they have, MTV Games has tried to put out uh, games before they acquired Harmonix, and they were all terrible. Uh-huh. But I don't think Viacom owns any others. And I believe with the sale of uh, Harmonix, they're saying, we're done. We're not even going to try in the game business yeah. anymore. Somebody else can do this stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is not uh, our forte. So we don't want to. T- I don't want to talk. Touch. I don't want to touch on that for too much because uh, we're not lawyers. No, we, we have no idea what to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, nothing we say is really going to have any weight. So I don't want to talk about that that much. Something a little bit more important is Snoop Dogg. Yeah, uh, one of his hands or song, one of his songs. One of, <laughs> one his, of his hands hand. was recently removed. <laughs> yes, it was. It was cancerous. Um, no, one of his songs was actually cancerous. It was a uh, Snoop upside your head that has been removed from the uh, rock band music store. Yes, absolutely, and no, ex- no real explanation why. I mean, the closest thing we got was uh, HMX Henry saying that uh, word from their audio team said that they had to pull it now. To me, that would say, you know, something's wrong with the audio. Something's wrong. Maybe, maybe it was like, do you remember, um, it was one song or another, I think it was Burning Rome, uh, Jetster was looking through the audio files, and at the very, very end of the song, he found somebody cursing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm wondering if maybe there's a curse word hidden in the audio somewhere. That might be true. I mean, I feel like if that was true, they could just re-release it, but with no words of a re-release, I'm more inclined to believe it's something a little bit more dire that they can't fix with the audio something mm. like a sample 
Uh, yeah, Co- copyrighted sample. Yeah, some sort of copyrighted thing, or maybe you know, it could, it even could be something like Snoop didn't know that that song was going to be in the pack, and he didn't want it there. I mean, it could be anything ultimately. But you know what this reminds me of was uh, a year or two ago. I'm thinking more a year ago. Uh, I was working at Fye, and we got the order that a bunch of rap CDs from a variety of artists, including Lil Wayne, they were all to be taken off the floor immediately. We're, we were not allowed to sell even one more, and they all had to be sent back. And no word ever about what that was for? It was some legal reason or another, but I was never very clear on what exactly it was. Hmm. It does seem like when stuff like this happens, it's all very hush-hush and behind the, behind the lines, sort of. They never really like to openly talk about it. Probably yeah. for good reason, because it could get into some legality, but... Uh... For now, to the effects of the end user, if you own the song, you can still play it for as long as it exists. You can still re-download it if you've bought it before, but anyone who wants the song that never bought it before, you're just not going to get it. And the pack no longer exists. You can no longer get the songs at a discount. You have to buy them one at a time. Yes, all five Snoop Dogs that are still available. Snoop Dogg songs are still available. uh, You have to buy separately. Although, if we had five Snoop Dogs available... That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be interesting. So, bigger news, the biggest news, well, not the biggest news, we'll, get to, we'll save the biggest news for last. That sounds like a good idea. Big news, uh, double bass authoring for Rock Band Network. Oh, man. Oh, double man. Bass. It's what Score Heroes always wanted. You know, double bass. We can put out songs with double bass, right, Sound Defense? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just... Th- uh, throw in some more bass notes and everyone's perfectly happy. And there's nothing at all wrong with this. I mean, Score Hero's super excited. I mean, you know, there's just no downsides to this. Right, Sound Defense? Except everything went completely perfectly. This was the best way it could have gone, except not really at all. Yeah, except right. it's kind of not what everyone <laughs> thought it would be. Yeah, basically, the deal is, is that... Um, well, we all know that Guitar Hero, they have a new, they have an Expert Plus mode, where basically it's the same song, it just turns on a number of uh, bass notes that were not there before. Yes, but, and with Warriors of Rock, turned on Ghost Notes. Ghost Notes. Uh, ghost Notes, was it still like Ghost Notes hidden in the track like they had in Guitar Hero 5? You know, we're, we're getting off topic. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, they, they added it to Expert Plus's functionality with Warriors of Rock. Oh, that's oh, I mean like ghost snares and stuff. That's yes. kind of neat. Ghost snares. Like uh, I could have made songs like obfuscation a lot more manageable, but a lot less manageable. <laughs> <laughs> On the highest difficulty, anyway. Oh God, yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, the thing is, uh, harmonics has not done it that way. Basically, they, it's not really like they've set up a framework to facilitate double bass. They basically said. If you want to make a double bass version of your song, you can go ahead, so long as you clearly mark that it is a double bass version, and if there's an original as well. But the problem is, the double bass version is going to be an entirely separate song in the RBN marketplace. Exactly, and they are not cross-compatible. They're not. If you, you have one and a friend has another, you can't play together. Unless you're at each other's house. Harmonics just actually just wants people to play in their own houses. <laughs> I know. They, they, Harmonics secretly it, hates online play. In a deviation from the norm, they want to sell less copies of Rock Band. 
Is it bad that I can't hear deviation from the normal without thinking about Rush? Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, I think it's important to realize the, uh, the story behind how this all came about. Someone basically posted on creators asking, I would really like to do a double bass version of this song. Um, would it be okay if I release two versions? And Harmonix, a Harmonix member, I think it was Nord, right? I can't remember. I th- I th- Nord sounds right. <laughs> when in doubt, we'll blame him. <laughs> but uh, I believe he posted and said, yeah, we talked about it, and if you want to put out two versions, we'll, we'll support that. We, don't, uh, we will not prevent you from doing that, essentially. And that's, when you think about it that way, it's, it makes a little bit of sense of how this all came about and why it is the way it is. It's yeah. still not great. It's not. And the thing, the thing is, like, you know, it's, this isn't really, you know, harmonics screwing up or anything. This is just, you know, people trying to work with what they have. But I, th- I think in the end, it's still going to end up coming back on harmonics and, you know, people who don't know the whole story thinking that this is how double bass is going to be from now on. And I mean, let's be honest, it, it might be. <laughs> I've, I really hope not. I mean, thinking about the way we construct the songs in Reaper, I can imagine just taking some of those gems and making, you know, just a extra expert plus, you know, difficulty chart. And then some safeguards in the game that says if expert plus does not exist, then just copy over expert stuff stuff like that. It doesn't seem like it like an expert plus option would be a huge you know leap of difficulty. But then again, I am not a programmer. <laughs> yes, or, well, no, I am a programmer, but not for Rock Band. Yeah, not for a game quite as complex as Rock Band, a game that took uh, you know many years to make. Yeah, so that, but it's it's I f- I feel like that is something that they should at least be looking into for their next iteration of Rock Band. Potentially, I would be more personally. I'm more interested in a hi hat pedal. Uh, hmm. I mean, that would that would be pretty interesting. I'm. I think uh, know, I think when you sit a real drummer down in front of a uh, Rock Band kit, complete with cymbals and everything, I think their first reaction typically is, "Where's my hi hat pedal?" Uh, I suppose that would make, I think that would make the game more interesting than adding a second bass pedal. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, a, it's a completely different skill and one that is essential to drumming, in my oh, opinion. Absolutely. I mean, like the the way things are set up now where blue cymbal is generally open hi-hat, that's, you know, not really how drums work. No, and that... And uh, that sometimes leads to some really strange charts, like uh, Smoke on the Water, for example. Oh, yeah. Smoke on the Water. What? <laughs> or, uh, it, it's fun to play, but it's, it's weird. Yeah, it is very strange. Um, speaking of symbols, real quick, I have symbols. Oh, man, you have symbols. I have symbols, and they are really, really fun. And you fixed your symbols, right? Sort of. <laughs> you can <laughs> fix them as much as they can be fixed. I mean... Sound Defense talked about them being, you know, overhitting and dropping notes on our previous podcast, and he is not yep. wrong. <laughs> that mm-hmm. uh, that holds true for my symbols as well. Um, my blue and my green both drop if they if I roll on them, and my yellow overhits if I hit it outside of this really strange zone where it works perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had the 
Um, what is the status of my symbols? My blue drops if I don't hit it hard enough, and my green overhits or underhits, depending on where I hit it. It's very hard to use. My yellow is really, really, really nice. I just wish it could handle, you know, faster disco beats like Run to the Hills. Right. But I think I four-starred Run to the Hills when I played it. I think I could probably manage five stars on this symbol here. All right. But um, what I, I, I also did, suck at Run to the Hills, though. <laughs> Run to the hills is, I mean, like on a, on a regular kit, uh, I was able to get close to an FC on it in one completely ridiculous miracle run <laughs> online. So, right. but I've never even golded it on a normal kit. Really, I, I haven't either. So, like, I missed. <laughs> but you were close to the FC, okay? Yeah, I I missed in a <laughs> bunch of er, early stuff, but then start after the second chorus, I missed like one note. It was ridiculous. Nice. But yeah, on the symbols, it's really a lot harder to do. And uh, pro tip for anyone buying symbols: um, read the manual. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <R-T-F. laughs> read the manual. Uh, look at how everything's positioned, because <sighs> what were the two things I did? Um. Well, the one thing you did that really makes me laugh was you put on one of your brackets upside down. Yes, the brackets that hold the symbol in place. I had it upside down. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh. I had the bracket upside down for a long time, and then before that, I had the bracket too low. <laughs> oh. And then the, uh, the entire symbol kit was just falling. <laughs> and I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> this is really bad. So yeah, read the manual. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't, don't assume that you know what you're doing, because chances are you don't. <laughs> and for people who did read the manual, but their symbols are still overhitting and stuff, um, call, go to the Mad Cats website and call technical support. I did that last week and it took me about an hour to get through to them but when i did they were really really knowledgeable about the problem they immediately offered to ship me a replacement symbol which they have done it's on the way and uh surprisingly they also um said that uh, if I wanted to do the penny mod on my symbol to stop it from overhitting i could do so without violating my warranty because i called Yes, and that's crazy for two major reasons, I think. One, because it doesn't void your warranty. Like, typically, a company will never tell you to open the box or, you know, any sort of product without, you know, anytime you do that, it'll void your warranty, basically. Yeah, no, never touch them. Always send them in, wait six to eight weeks for a replacement. Exactly. Second of all, it means they know what the penny mod is. <laughs> that, that's absurd. The, the email they sent me, it didn't link to their website. It linked to Doc's Mod's website. The thread about it. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I know. That's, that's absolutely amazing. And uh, I have mad respect for Mad Cats for that. Oh, absolutely. There's the, peop- the people I talked to. They were really smart, really nice. It's complete top-notch technical support. It's worth your time waiting. Now, something I am interested in. Uh, have you played on a Guitar Hero World Tour kit? Um, I have in the past. I don't own one, but I went to a couple events where there was one. Uh, in your limited uh, experience with them, how would you compare these symbols with those? Uh, I I like these symbols a lot more just for the fact that I feel like on the world tour kits, there's a smaller area where you can strike and where it actually works. Mm -hmm. And plus, I I don't know if this is a problem with the kit inherently, but whenever I find my way to a demo kit, invariably one of the symbols has snapped off. But uh, if you put something in a Best Buy, it will break within like a week. It's true. I'd say in my experience, um, 
I actually think the World Tour symbols are actually a little bit better. At least like on my kit, they are. Hmm. The only problem I've ever had with them is a couple of overhit problems back in the day, but those sort of just stopped one day. I don't know how that hmm. happened. Oh, it's but I, ha weird. I have modded them. That's true. Uh, I see. So with mods, uh, I got them to near perfect. And then one of them died completely, and I had to get it replaced. Uh, ouch. But uh, I would say that those worked pretty good. And I think these may be stock. They're about the same. Um, I haven't tried the penny mod, so I don't know how that would affect it. But uh, mm. I know I, I can get a world tour symbol to near perfect. I don't know if I can get these to near perfect yet or not. Well, it's worth a try. I mean, you call Mad Cats, you can do so without any fear of losing your warranty. It's true. So we talked a long time about symbols. We did. Well, I, I really love symbols. <laughs> I agree. I would never... You know, it's really tough to play 4-pad now. It is. It's now just, that I have symbols. It's, it's like playing, you know, an Xbox game versus an Xbox 360 game. There's just no point of comparison. It's so much more fun and so much more immersive, and there's no way for me to drop down now. I'll never play 4-pads again. It is very tough. If I, need a, if I really want an FC, I might do it. Or if I'm playing an older, if I'm playing Doomsday Party, I will be forced to. Uh, drop I don't want to play Doomsday Party. <laughs> I want to play Doomsday Party. That's a great song. Ah, <laughs> ah, yes. uh, nuts to you. So the last, anyway. uh, the last major news, the biggest news, the big news. Rock Band Network 2.0 docs have been released. Oh man! And oh, the man. world crumbled under its power. It is pretty incredible to behold. So which one of these would you like to talk about first, Sound Defense? Uh, I will probably address uh, the keyboard docs, because, you know, keyboard is probably the most intriguing part of Rock Band 3. Pro keys uh, or five lanes? Because there is two different docs for keys. I'll work on the pro keys lanes, because that's more interesting than five lanes. The five, oh, five burn, lane doc... Burn, five well, lane people. Well, the five lane docs, I read through them. They're basically the guitar, the guitar docs. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's, there's very little differences between the two. Just chords, so, basically, because you can have like any chord. Yeah. And five lane keys. With, yeah, pretty much. I think there's no real problem playing like green yellow, yellow orange. yellow orange i couldn't remember the colors off the top of my head yeah which is shameful <laughs> so what about the pro keys is so awesome pro keys uh pro keys i've been working on a couple of pro keys songs for 2.0 along with elx and it's an interesting experience especially if you have like if you have to do rapping because rapping can become really tricky when you're working with uh, pro keys because mm -hmm. like it's it's not just you know a simple you know i feel that this is higher than this let's go ahead and uh make it uh orange instead of green or whatever you have to rap but you still have to preserve the the pitch of the key but still you have to preserve the feel of the song so you know it's a lot trickier to rap effectively with pro keys than it would be in any other instrument right you wouldn't, uh, for say, if there's like a uh, a low note and then chords on top of it, sort of like uh, going back and forth, sort of something like Imagine. Uh, yeah. You probably wouldn't want to wrap that low note above <laughs> the chords. No, that would that would be weird. Yes. The, more likely, you would wrap the chord somehow. Yes, if if you know if that was an option. 
Yeah. Well, we've had to wrap chords uh, several instances in a couple of the songs we're working on. And I believe the, the rapping, uh, so Pro Keys is two, t- two octaves, right? Yeah, pr- two octaves, but you can only have uh, ten white keys on display at any one time. Right, that's what I was going to get at. So sometimes you would have to, if shifting is not, like shifting back and forth might not be an option, uh, sometimes rapping will have to solution- be the solution to that, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't like continually shift back and forth very fast you need like at least a measures notice before you shift right because that would be ridiculous (laughs) yes it would and i i i toyed with the idea of just making the most evil track in the universe that way (laughs) but no i'd probably get in trouble yes potentially yeah not to say we're not making the most evil track in the universe because trust me we are always assume that we are because chances are you'll be right it's what we do yes um in addition to uh charting or authoring all of the uh, notes in the two the two octave uh, range there's also all of the animations for both hands that's right there are, there are two separate tracks of animations one for the right hand and one for the left which is more than i want to wrap my head around right now <laughs> it's that just looks incredibly complex I am really glad somebody else is doing that. <laughs> I believe that the uh, the animations have three octaves. Have you? Um, I'm not sure. I could check for you right now if you wanted. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. All right. You can always just check the docs to make sure that we're not BSing you. <laughs> yeah. Well, in fact, you know what? I have the docs right here. Why don't we take a look? Yeah. It's a no. You only have two octaves, it looks like. Oh, interesting. For some reason, Between. I was under the impression it was three. Maybe I'm just confusing it because you, you animate both hands. Yeah, I guess the key, the keyboard in-game is the same size as yours. <laughs> if only it was. <laughs> mm-hmm, but That would be very entertaining. I've come across one thing that I want to say right here. It's in the docs. It says, the majority of keyboard parts are right hand only. You know what this means? Not all of them. So get off my friggin' back. <laughs> You're referring to people making, uh, being upset at you for using two hands on a certain part? Yeah, on my, on my YouTube videos. I use two hands for most of my videos, just because I like getting videos out. Even though I can play songs like Imagine with one hand. but like, uh, Stuff think- like Imagine, I definitely use two hands. Um... Stuff that's like really complex lead stuff, uh, I typically always use one hand or just really long chords. But uh, anything that's like alternating like that, no way. Yeah, like antibodies, you can't play antibodies with one hand. It's it's not happening. I mean, like you have alternating chords, like practically one on top of the other. You can't do that. It is pretty tough. I've not played very much antibodies because I'm afraid of it. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun, and once you take it into practice mode, it's not as hard as it looks. So is that uh, all we have for pro keyboard? For pro keyboards, I I guess so, but I I don't know. It's I just really like the uh, thoroughness with which you can author uh songs in the rbn we have you know solo sections we have glissando lanes we have trill markers it is a, it is a lot to take in very much so and it, it yeah. definitely starts to feel like all right f- f- with pro keys the way that it is this is why 
guitar <laughs> pro guitar a takes as long as it does yeah b is not an option right now for yeah. network yeah pro guitar would be pro keys but so 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 much worse and to throw that on top of us at the same time would just be too much i think yeah i i could not play test a pro guitar song no matter <laughs> what so uh the other one we wanted to talk about real quick was uh pro drums now pro drums. obviously we all know about tom gems and uh many songs in the network currently support pro drums through tom gems some don't um mm-hmm. there's a thread on the rock band forums that lists all the songs that don't all the songs that don't that don't support tom gems huh you'd think there would there'd be a shorter list of songs that do uh maybe it does i don't know i haven't actually seen the thread i just know people have told me gotcha uh but if you don't want to look at the thread you can always download the demos for a rock band network song and play through that to see if there is a tom gem authored incorrectly or something typically i think that's the best way to do it but we do have new things to talk about Ah, uh, yes we have mostly like a couple new animations which is pretty cool uh we can hit via the ride with the left hand now Ah, uh, yeah and we can do uh soft crashes with the or crash twos with the left hand i believe i don't i don't believe you understand we can actually hit the ride with the left hand now Oh my god, uh, finally. You, you, may, <laughs> you may need to uh, elaborate on the implications of this for me. One of the most annoying things when you're authoring drums is when you have to come to a ride uh, roll because you can't author all the hits on the ride because his right hand is going to freak out. <laughs> oh, I get it. So the trick that we've been doing has been authoring ride rolls on the cymbals. And I never liked that. And uh, now that we have a left-hand ride, we can finally author those properly in the animations. Because I'm a big Excellent. animations buff. Getcha. So, speaking of animation buff, what do you think of these ghost snare animations that we now have? I think they're cool. I mean, you can see a really good example of them in Roundabout. If you just watch the animations for Roundabout. Huh, I'm going to have to watch Roundabout now. Yes, it's very, it's very good. And it, it's very clear. And it looks, you know, it looks good. You can tell when they're soft. You can tell when they're, you know, hard hits. And it makes the animation much, much smoother and a lot better, in my opinion. But on, like, on the actual things, the parts that people want to hear about, the parts of people that play. Yeah. We got new mixed drum event to fix... Uh, well, maybe not fix, but to uh, prevent, <laughs> we'll say. Uh, the sort of flipping, drum, the flipping drums when it doesn't need to be flipped for disco beats. Yeah, stuff so like uh if you're off, like if uh if you're authoring like a really fast snare roll for like a, a lengthy snare roll and you don't want uh the fail meter to be going crazy. <laughs> you can uh throw in this flip and then it will not flip in pro drums. It'll stay on red or if uh you're authoring toms, for example, onto the red for a section similar to uh hammerhead has a section like that one of the 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 drum solo to one of the uh the pantera songs has it oh yeah so uh, i think to avoid think those that's what these are for the, the worst defender of all it would have to be uh the nobody likes you section of homecoming by green day yes currently that part is uh entirely symbols even though it's entirely snare in real life <laughs> It not not only is it entirely snare, but it's entirely snare that I don't think anybody has FC'd yet. No, it has been FC'd. 
It has been? When not, was this? Not the entire song, though. <laughs> uh, I get you. Someone, well, yeah. ch- someone choked after it. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, now we have to uh, play it on symbols, <laughs> which yeah. is a nightmarish prospect. I have not, I've, uh, I have not looked at it yet, but it, uh, it just sounds petrifying to me. And, you know, the, this, this is what's been implemented to avoid situations like that. So going forward, now that we have this information, um, as we author new songs... We'll be able to keep flips on things like those snares and things like uh, the tom patterns without having to sacrifice pro mode. Which is good. But uh, speak, speaking of which, if we do have you know completely ridiculous snare or tom rolls on something, we can also use the new drum roll indicator. Yes, the new drum roll mechanic to avoid situations like camera eye. <laughs> Camera eye. Because, oh, camera eye. <laughs> yes, yeah. we finally have, we can chart buzz rolls the way they're meant to be charted. Just fantastic. And accurately. <laughs> you don't have to play every single note in a snare roll if you just hit it really fast, which is exactly what the drummer was thinking. He wasn't thinking triplet, snare, trips, th- blah, blah. Yes. He was thinking hit snare, hit snare. <laughs> or, you know, just, you know, I mean, a buzz roll is a buzz roll. He's just, you know, right, right, left, dufting it the whole time. And you can mm. do that now. That's what Lee does when he plays, when he sees nice. a, a snare roll. Oh, nice. Uh, they also have a, a separate thing for when you're hitting, swelling on two cymbals at once. I think I might, uh, this might be a little bit controversial, but since the only cymbal swell I think we have currently is the Beast and the Harlot, and they're both kind of broken in that song... <laughs> A little bit. I, I, I'm kind of... When I'm authoring, I'm probably not going to use those swells until they're fixed. Fair enough. I, it took me a while to get down Beast and the Harlot, but I can actually hit it now. If I, mm-hmm. but It's really weird. I have to hit both of the, the cymbals at the start of the first cymbal swell, and from there I can usually do okay. But Interesting. I'll have to try it, that at some point. It's still kind of confusing. <laughs> yes. I mean... It is very, it's, it's a little bit annoying, and uh, I believe you said some guy was working on it for like a couple hours. Yeah, he, he was. It was driving him absolutely up the wall. And anything that is stopping some guy from FCing something is not okay with me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a problem. So, for now, I, I'm going to shy away from those. Uh, I'm sure Harmonix will fix it at some point. They're pretty good about so. that. I'm I mean, hoping so, because I have a custom song that I've been upgrading that uses a cymbal swell. And... I think that's all the news for today. Yeah, I'm thinking so. It was a big, long news day. back from that break and since today i'm going to be talking about a song that's already been released um i'm going to throw in the recently released songs just to get those out of the way right now um yeah first we have allegiance by blackguard and secondly we have a christmas rock medley by richard campbell which we talked about on the inaugural podcast the first one 
That that is a pretty awesome song. I gotta say, I just want to say that. Complete with pro drums. You can check either of our YouTube channels to find a video of it. He probably did better than I did. So I did. I made sure I did. <laughs> right, right. But uh, so, what song should we start off with? Uh, I've got a song for us to look at from Peer Review. This is by a group called Lost in the Crawl Space. This is Spyglass. Once again, that song was Spyglass by a group called Lost in the Crawl Space. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It's a pretty cool song, I think. Uh, it's not tremendously difficult on guitar or bass, but it's, you know, it's some cool leads, I think. I think so. The, the chords on uh, guitar were kind of weird. The song's kind of chord-heavy. Yeah, it's chord-heavy, but it's not, you know, the chords change a lot. It's not just, you know, eight, uh, eight eighth notes per measure of the same chord <laughs> a lot of the time. It is chords changing a lot yeah so it is it is an enjoyable guitar track to be sure i think the drums are really fun looking uh they have a lot of the a lot of the stuff that really gets me in a drum track where just like really short tom work where it's not you know they're not just like doing some ridiculous tom thing it's just some some quick like and then you know just go <laughs> and it just yeah. flows it flows well it's a, like good, that it's, sort of thing. it's a good flowing drum track it's a river of drums <laughs> so yeah, there are a couple of interesting fills in there that sort of mix up the cymbals and the snares or toms together, and it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you probably worked on vocals for that. Uh, yeah, I had to QA that nightmare. Uh, I felt like boy. I felt like that the vocals were really the hardest part of the song. Oh, definitely. That the guy. I don't know uh, how apparent it is from the uh, sample, but. Uh, the singer from Lost in the Crawl Space has a really difficult time staying on the correct pitch. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's the benefit of an artist, man. It doesn't have to stay on the right pitch, because all the pitches are right. That's true. However, when you're playing rock band, there are a good <laughs> number of pitches that are wrong. <laughs> There's nothing wrong about that. And, uh, oh, whoa, what? Uh, I, I put this at two dots on vocals. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this must be why it's stuck in peer review. <laughs> it, it must be. I, I need to look this over again and give it another tearing because that's <laughs> that's not right. Well, if uh, so if Spyglass comes out and it's two dots, beware, vocalists. Yeah, because it's not. <laughs> well, this week, uh, my song is a song that already came out. Came out a while ago, I think. I think it was in the uh, first batch of songs that I announced were coming out. Uh, I I think it was way back in the very first iteration of this podcast that I will not mention again. <laughs> well, there's that. I think I mentioned it in the official real one too, but we'll I see. Suppose so. so my song this week is "High Class Trailer Trash" by Shelley Rostin. Trash. 
a taste of high class trailer trash. What did you think, Sound Defense? Uh, that song, uh, boy, that song is a lot more fun on guitar and bass than I remembered it being. <laughs> Same here. I remembered it uh, mostly because the vocals always got stuck in my head, but. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Once that bass line's <laughs> oh, kicked in, I was just like, whoa, this song's yeah. awesome on bass. <laughs> It is, and it's a lot of fun on guitar, too. It's a lot of finger movement going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the country stuff we've worked on has, has been uh, very similar to this in that regard. Um, you know, it's just really catchy country. You know, it's fun to sing along with. If you like country in any way, <laughs> I think it's definitely yeah. definitely worth looking at. Um, I don't, I, I'm not entirely sure what else to say about it other than it's just that good of a song. Yeah, it is. Like, like the bass chart, I need to mention again, most songs don't have a very interesting bass chart, but this one really does. So if you're a bass fan, you may want to look into this one, because you'll be moving all over the place. Yes, it's all, it, it is quite, it, it's active, I'll say, for certain. And it doesn't, you know, it's not like the whole time you're listening to it, you're like, whoa, bass is going crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. just, you know, it's a good, it's a bassist who knows how to be in the background, but still be busy. Yeah, it's good, it's good stuff. Uh, I don't know, drums is kind of simple and straightforward, but... Yeah, there's some alright rolls every now and again, but uh, it keeps it interesting. But nothing nothing too major, nothing nothing quite like Spyglass, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's sort of a middling song, I want to say. Call it middling, it's such a cool song. (laughs) It's middling on difficult. Yes, but uh, I just want people to buy it, because it's so cool. (laughs) Alright, alright. So yeah, big country fans. I'm not a big country fan, but I really like the song. So go check that out. And that concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you want to check us out on Twitter, you can check out at Rhythm Authors. If you want to go to our website, it's rhythmauthors.com. If you want to know more about the Rock Band Network, you can go to rockbandnetwork.com and creators.rockband.com if you want to look at the docs that we discussed. Um, if you mm-hmm. want to talk to us personally or about the podcast or anything, you can contact me at, at Mistaken on Twitter, or you can find me on YouTube at Mistaken, or you can uh, listen to my original music at mistaken.bandcamp.com. Okay, and should should we spell mistaken just in case somebody's tuning in for the first time? Yes, uh, M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. You can probably uh, check out the, the author field for the iTunes feed or uh, the f- couple of the show notes might have it, <laughs> if, you, if you were unsure. You'll probably be able to track it down. Yes. As for me, you can check me on Twitter at, at the Sound Defense. You can uh, check out my videos on YouTube at Sound Defense RB, and you can also see my writing at Cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. Until next week, uh, we're doing something. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have more something. Oh, wow. $40 for a DJ Hero turntable bundle. Huh. Amazon. Cyber Monday deal.
toy machine like them, so I'm looking at them. It's not terrible. 18 bucks for Rhythm Heaven on DS. 40 bucks for Rock Band 3. <laughs> wow. That game just not came bad. out. <laughs> not bad at all. Figure this one out. Ready? ACDC Live Rock Band Track Pack PS2, $15. ACDC Live Rock Band Track Pack PS3, $7. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. PS2 is getting so screwed on that deal. <laughs> Just thinking, well, there's fewer PlayStation 2 players out there. This must be a rarity. <laughs> yes. They will not complain. Ooh, other game deals. Assassin's Creed 2 for 20 bucks. The original Uncharted for 15 I like the base chart on this song. Did you already start? Yeah, I started like ages ago, dude. I got, I got so distracted. 